Hi, my name is Barry Manandi and you're listening to the ZFM Sport Podcast. Z. Lionel Messi has conquered his final peak. Lionel Messi has shaken hands with paradise. Time for the biggest sports stories. Max Verstappen has taken the checkered flag to win the Japanese Grand Prix. Max Verstappen, two-time world champion. The biggest interviews. These are happy tears, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. And I wouldn't be Serena if it wasn't Venus. So thank you, Venus. And all the analysis right here. There's no question that LeBron James at the worst is a top three player in the history of basketball since the game was invented. I don't want to hear that. That's just blasphemous. It's just blasphemous. Let me finish. Let you finish. I'll let you talk. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's CFM Sport. Let's join the team for the biggest show in the world of sport on CFM Stereo. My station, your station. No matter what team you support, what a weekend of sport it was. Exciting, scintillating and absolutely exhilarating. We believe the same adjectives can be used for this show that you are tuned into. ZFM Sport on a Monday on ZFM Stereo, my station, your station. The team is here. Mike Madoda, Alois Bunjira, Chris Meadzi, our producer Sean Tafirinika and my name is Barry Manandi. On the home front today, the one-day international decider between Zimbabwe and Ireland was abandoned due to rain and declared a no result as the series was drawn one all in international sports news we go around the world in 60 we have updates from australia new zealand india and the united states i don't miss out our play of the door of the day which comes off the door which comes up smack bang in the middle of the show and of course uh, the second half of the show is the castle lager world football report and there's only one place to kick off and that's the premier league where arsenal manager Mikel ateta says it was a beautiful moment after edin getir grabbed a dramatic late winner against United. In Serie A, Juventus put aside their off-field troubles to rescue a 3-0 draw with Atalanta in action last night. And in the Bundesliga, Bayern Munich coach Julian Nagelsmann bemoaned a poor second half as the table toppers took the lead but had to settle for a one-all draw at RB Leipzig as the league resumed after a two-month break. Stay right where you are. Move to the groove of the nation. ZFM Sport on a Monday. Work of my love. Sounds of Alok and James Arthur to get us going on our power play. But don't forget, you are a huge part of the show. So let us know your thoughts. 0731-168-045. you want to talk about uh, the Arsenal-Manchester United game last night? Veghorst, a huge topic of discussion. And then, of course, Eddie Nketiah. Uh, does he move out of the team when Gabriel Jesus comes back? Because he's proving more uh, that he is quite a player player. We'll be talking about that in the second half of the show, but first up, a local sports news roundup with the inimitable Christine. The Home Front. Local sports news and analysis. Let's start off with some handball news following a winless campaign by the under-20 side at the International Handball Federation Trophy Continental Phase last week in Brazzaville. The National Association has admitted 
Much to stating the obvious that they need to address some basics to improve the quality of the game. The junior side earned the ticket to take part in the continental event when they were crowned champions at the regional tournament last year. Head over to some rugby news while we will host the Rugby Africa Olympics. 2024 qualifiers set for September. The pre-qualifiers take place in Mauritius in June before the action proceeds to Zimbabwe. And we'll finish off with some athletics news. The National Athletics Association of Zimbabwe President Tendai Tagara has been re-elected into the Confederation of African Athletics Council. The NAAZ president got 24 votes to beat other contestants that included Namibia's Erwin Naumaika who got 16 votes. The Warriors, the Chevrons, the Cheetahs, the Mighty Warriors, and the Sables. From the pool to the track to the field, we are Team Zimbabwe. All right, let's talk about cricket first up and, of course, uh, soccer or football. (laughs) If you're in uh, an anglicized nation like Zimbabwe, uh, we'll dominate the show. But first up is cricket. One-day international decider between Zimbabwe and Ireland was abandoned due to rain and declared a no result as the series was drawn one apiece. Zimbabwe captain Craig Irvin won the toss, opted to bat, and his side made 55 for the loss of one wicket in 13 overs when play was halted and never to resume. Let's hear from both captains following the one-day international series draw. Uh, first, from Chevron's captain, Craig Irvin, and Ireland captain, Paul Sterling. Um, I think, you know, obviously we wanted to come out and be positive. Um, and I thought we did show a fair amount of, of intent with the, with the short innings that we did have this morning. Um, we knew that ideally <clears throat> the rain would come into play. So at the back of our minds, we, we did know that we obviously needed to have the wickets in hand just in case you know rain did come and play a part um, and you always know how Duckworth Lewis works you know if you, if you have lost quite a few wickets so that was just one of the things that I thought you know we, we did well had we come back onto the field um, you know we were in a decent position where we had only lost the one wicket. Yeah I really enjoy coming here every time we get the Ferrari and Zimbabwe um, there seems to be class series every time we play it's almost as soon as we rock up we expect it to be a close series uh, I think there was a few people missing from each side as the series went on so it sort of tested each other's strength and depth um, and I still think we put on a pretty good show and particularly Saturday where we had a full house I think uh, they would have got their minds worth hopefully see Ah, the thoughts there of the two captains, of course, uh, Paul Sterling, the voice that we heard just now, but ahead of that, we heard from Craig Irvin, the Chevron's uh, captain. Just a tale of the tape uh, from the series, the first one-day international Ireland, uh, 288-47. Andy Balburnie without 121, Harry Tector unbeaten 101. Uh, Victor Nyawichi taking two for 65. Zimbabwe in response. Of course, that was rain interrupted, and then uh, the target was adjusted uh, according to the Duckworth Lewis and Stern method, uh, 200. 114 for 7. Uh, Ryan Boa 53. Skander has a 43. Mark Adair taking 2 for 40. And Greg Hume taking 2 for 41. Meaning that Zimbabwe won by 3 wickets via the DLS method. In the second one day international, uh, Ireland 294 for 7. Steve Doney 
with uh, 84. Harry, Harry Tector with 75. Uh, Tendai taking three for 51. And Brad Evans taking two so for 66. Uh, Zimbabwe, 248 all out. Gary Balance with a uh, creditable uh, 52. Uh, Innocent Kaia at the top of the order with 51. And then Ryan Bull with 41. Josh Little uh, taking four for 38. Uh, and Ireland won, winning that match on Saturday by 46 runs. We talked about action today. There wasn't much, but Zimbabwe uh, batting and, t- and uh, scoring that 55 of one. Mike, uh, our struggles at the top of the order continue and persist. And I think it's time to have the uh, awkward conversation about our batting. Yeah, uh, we've got to think it through. Uh, but also, Barry, I think it's a reflection of the quality of openers we have in our domestic setup. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can only pick what you have. Uh, and so we don't exactly have the greatest of openers. And I say that because we don't have uh, a number of bowlers who are bowling at express pace. And so what happens is when our opening batters are sort of like exposed to uh, very good attacks uh, and even decent sim attacks like Ireland. Ireland is not uh, anywhere near the top of the tree as far as international uh, cricket is concerned. Uh, And so if you're exposed to those guys, you're invariably invariably going to be tested. Uh, And we find our opening combinations failing uh, more regularly than their success. Of course, Innocent Kaia, I think he managed to get 51 in that Mm. second one-day international. Uh, But there was little else to suggest that, you know what, one, he's got a reliable opener because he was uh, paired up with uh, Marumani, who's uh, finding his feet uh, at this level. uh, And he, of course, didn't perform with the bat. He didn't shine in this particular series with Ireland. So it's going to be a very difficult one to fix because we don't have that express pace Mm -hmm. uh, in our local league. Uh, where our guys can be tested uh, by good swing and seam bowling uh, regularly in the domestic competition. So you'll find out that they're probably exposed to this quality of bowling. And, uh, with, and this is Ireland, mind mm. you. So this is not India, this <laughs> no. is not Australia, this is not England, nope. this is not New Zealand. Um, and they're, they're, they are being tested by this sort uh, of seam attack. So it's a problem that Zimbabwe has to fix if we're going to be building strong enough foundations for our team to either chase down targets or to set really good targets. And the tragedy, uh, Chris, is that um, uh, what Mike points out is all that Dave Houghton has to go on. He, mm-hmm. he talks about the fact that if you perform well on the domestic scene, you've got a good chance of being picked. We saw uh, Chamuchi Baba, the veteran, coming back into the side mm-hmm. as a result of his domestic form. But if you're not facing express pace, and, and in truth, to to be fair on Josh Little, he's, he's He's not, he's not going to scare and be frightening to the top batters in the world. <laughs> military <laughs> He's, he's, he's going to look like military medium. Uh-huh. But he took four for 38 on, on, yeah. on Saturday, meaning that we couldn't handle him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and therefore, because we don't have express pace in our domestic cricket, we don't have anyone who is spinning a web, even turning their arm yeah. over and, and making uh, the batter have complex equations to solve meaning that when we then face nations even just like Ireland Mm -hmm. we struggle we definitely struggle and it's it's unfortunate that there it's unfortunate that in as much as yes we, we we can possibly say that you know what if we had that express pace in our domestic league it might assist the situation but I think the situation might require a few years of fixing in terms of more players that are going to be able to come up first of all to increase that pool of selection but also I think when seeing as Zimbabwe cricket has got its act together my assumption is that those skills are being imparted lower down in the age groups and potentially that's why it might help the 
situation. Mm, and, and listen, it's not for us to throw a wet blanket on uh, the air of positivity around Zimbabwe cricket, but in truth, this is the best time for us to fix any challenges. And so I'm going to ask the question right now, can we develop the sort of cricketers that are going to A, challenge us on the domestic scene, but also be a challenge to other international signs. Can we develop them domestically or do we have to send players out, which seems to be more of the case now, and where, if so? Yeah, Barry, if you remember when Zimbabwe had half-decent uh, pace bowlers, uh, they were not the product of our local system. Yes, you, you can develop people, listen, you can develop uh, the skill to a certain level uh, as a young cricketer at school. Mm. Uh, you know, in, in high school notably. Uh, I think at about the ages of sort of like, your, you know, when you're in grade six, grade seven, you can tell that this guy is developing to be a really quick bowler. Uh, you get to sort of like form two, form three, and then they really come into their own. But uh, if you go back to Heath Streak, if you go back to Henry Olonga, the guys who were really quick uh, by Zimbabwean standards, one of the things that helped them out was that they were sent, remember the MNIF uh, Academy, Academy, which was out yeah. in India, uh, and there was another academy out in Australia. Uh, Got Lilly, sent, Dennis yeah, Lilly Academy. Yeah, Dennis Lilly Academy. So they got sent to academies internationally with international coaches uh, of repute who were able to move them to the next level. Because, yes, we do have coaches in Zimbabwe and they are half-decent coaches, but the truth is they're not the best coaches in the world. Yeah. Uh, and the best coaches in the world are uh, resident in different countries. Look at the amount of seam bowlers that England is producing. Yeah. You've got to think that, you know what, if we send our bowlers oh, into, that, yeah. into that environment, they can improve. Yeah. Take a look at uh, the current brothers, how they developed. They were educated here in Zimbabwe. Yeah. They're Zimbabweans uh, by all standards. Mm -hmm. But it's them going over to England that turned them from potential international cricket to world-class international bowlers and that's what Zimbabwe's got to look at uh, to find ways you know what uh, of using systems established by other nations to be able to help us to get that extra 2% that extra 5% 7% in the bowlers that are already there in our domestic setup especially at junior level when they get to about the age of 18 19 we should have a plan for them we should have identified them and we should have a plan for them and that plan should be to send them somewhere where they, their skills can be hoard. If you're a cricket fan, let us know. 0731168045. Let us know uh, your thoughts. And, and Mike makes a fine point about the fact that there needs refinement, but there is uh, perhaps another leg that we're missing. Um, and and uh, I'd be interested to hear your thoughts, Chris, in the sense that we used to have the National Cricket Academy. Uh, I think at that stage it was called the CFX Academy. Marketing is not going to bill me because uh, it doesn't exist. That bank doesn't exist anymore so I'm not doing like so many backs <laughs> time <laughs> back <laughs> we have the CFX Academy out in you just down the road here in fact um, and and you could get the best and the brightest put them all into one one sort of setting and and and, and see them polished yeah. then when they're at a great local level you send them out uh, to England to Australia or whatever the case may be are we missing a trick by not having an established national academy and then relying of on the Takashinga of this world. I think we definitely are. I think when you take a look at all of the best 
sport countries that have some of the best sporting codes in the world they have that national academy set up and such a critical leg in order for us to really to refine our processes and also when you have these academies i think it also assists in getting athletes and groups playing together for longer periods of time as well so i think we're definitely missing a trick it's potentially something that's on the radar of zimbabwe cricket i'd love to believe that it is and we'll see what happens uh, making our point for us guys i think is the fact that gary balance uh, almost a specialist test batter has come into the side and has played the white ball cricket and has played it with a plum i mean uh, his his scores speak for themselves just on saturday he scored 52 and he's not a specialist white yeah. ball cricketer uh, but you can tell the refinement that happens oh. uh, outside yeah he's, he's got the right technique he's yeah, got the yeah, right yeah. technique he's got the right approach uh, mentally uh, he's been in these tough situations before for England when he yeah. played for them uh, and also in county cricket where he's coming up, up against the best that England has to offer but also international talent remember there are a lot of sort of like your subcontinent players your Australians your New Zealanders your South Africans who go and have stints of county cricket uh, there's talk that uh, Steve Smith is actually going to have uh, a two-month stint in county cricket to prepare himself for the English season because the Ashes, the next uh, Ashes, are going to be played in England. And so it's coming up against, you know, those international cricketers of repute, world-class bowlers. That's helped Gary Balance to actually uh, have the right approach, have the right technique. And of course, he fared better than most uh, for Zimbabwe in this one-day international series. And of course, Ireland, uh, a side that he's well familiar with uh, (laughs) because he actually made his test debut uh, versus the Irish Irish, uh, for England. Uh, So he knows them and he's, of course, rubbed shoulders with a number of those players who are playing in county cricket, whether it's, of course, in the uh, first league or the second league, but he's bumped into those players now and again. So it stood him in good stead. And that's what we want to see. We want to see Zimbabwe able to compete. Mm able to compete yeah. that's and all we want to that, see as Zimbabwe could... side that's competitive and, and half of our problem is that our opening batsman our opening combination not just this series yeah, but yeah. over a number of seasons yeah. has let us down yeah there's let us down and haven't given us a platform upon which we can build and now is the best time we've got Dave Houghton in the job we've got positivity around the team now is the best time for us to improve that so that we keep moving forward let's not wait for the bubble to burst and then say ah we knew it was coming let's continue that forward moment. And, and I believe that's one of the reasons why Sikander Raza, who was always a decent cricketer, mm. uh, but he's hit this purple patch oh, over yeah. the last couple of seasons, is the exposure I believe that he's got playing yeah. with other cricketers, world, yeah. uh, learning, gleaning information when he's been playing out in Bangladesh, when he's gone out to Pakistan, when he's playing in the Caribbean League, yeah. uh, and he's been able to rub shoulders with those players and learn one or two things about the mentality that's needed to succeed, the approach that you need to succeed because sport is more than just about skill. Yeah. It's also about application. application Knowing yeah. when and how to apply the skill that you have. And Sikanda, I think, has reached that point where now he is confident mm. and he makes better uh, decisions and that's why just today I think he was named in the ICC what is it one day international team of the year team of the year uh, yeah, or was yeah. it T20, T20 international T20, T20, uh, yes. team of the year yeah yeah. and so the, uh, fair dues to him he's had a fantastic uh, uh, season of cricket and hopefully it will last uh, for Zimbabwe's sake well they're going to pull on the Lily Whites the cricket uh, um, uh, action comes thick and fast because they pull on the Lily Whites uh, this coming Saturday uh, and they take on uh, uh, the West Indies in a two-test series. That one is out at Queen's uh, Sports Club. So the cherry will be out uh, and they'll be in their whites. Sport is about more 
than talent, but application. I'll tell you what, the application of Arsenal Football Club yes. last night <laughs> was pretty solid. They knew what to do and when. Let us know your thoughts. 0731 We're talking about that straight after our play of the day. But first, a quick stop. <laughs> quick stops. Because we're going around the world in 60 with Chris. Hi, this is Billie Jean King. This is Marion Bartoli. I'm Matt Villander. This is Mary Carrillo. I'm Stan Rowenka. I'm Leighton Hewitt. This is Yannick Noah. And you're listening to ZFM Stereo. Sport and a whole lot more. Z. Around the world in 60 seconds. International sports news. We take off in Australia where Ariana Sabalenka gave a statement of her intent at the Australian Open by powering past Belinda Bencic to reach the quarterfinals while Magda Lynette upset fourth seed Caroline Garcia. Head over to New Zealand. Argentina denied New Zealand a double in the Hamilton leg of the Sevens World Series fighting back to beat the hosts 14-12 to 12 in a dramatic men's final. Earlier, New Zealand completed their domination of the women's event in style beating the United States 33-7 to 7 in the final. And head over to India now. New Zealand dropped to number two in the ICC men's ODI team rankings following their eight-wicket loss to India at Raipur on Saturday. And we'll touch down in the United States where Joe Burrow led the Cincinnati Bengals to their second straight AFC Championship game with a 27-10 win over the Buffalo Bills in the NFL's divisional playoffs. There were also wins for Kansas, Kansas Chiefs, the Philadelphia Eagles, and the San Francisco 49ers as the Jaguars, Giants, and Cowboys were all dumped out. Fan zone. Get in touch with the team and have your say your way. Operator. Our WhatsApp platform 0731-168-045. The messages are starting to stream in already. 0731-168-045. What did you just save that number as ZFM in your phone? And of course, you can have a conversation not just with us, but the different DJs on the different shows throughout the day. My station, your station. As the evening sports team, Alo is Ngati Pega, Nezuro, and Ngati Preview. And this is why I got winner between <laughs> Arsenal. And they are coming for you, Alois. They are coming for you. As as at this is why I score. Yeah, top of that, top of that, I United lost three two uh, in a very very entertaining match. A very fast paced uh, display, a, a big display. You know, I, I was impressed by the display of skill from uh, from from both teams. You know, it's one match that my team lost, but I still enjoyed the match. I still enjoyed the match, and we'll be talking about that game in the Castle Lager World Football Report. More messages coming in here. Uh, hey, guys, it's Prince. Very disappointed with Manchester United. Arsenal uh, versus uh, and Manchester United versus Arsenal, but United didn't deserve to win. Uh, and Mike, do you still doubt the Eagles won't win the Super Bowl with the way Gillian Hurts is playing? I have my doubts. I- I'm backing... Kansas, but I think Young now <laughs> with the injury to uh, Mahomes, uh, ah, I, I'm go, now yeah. I'm now thinking if, if they don't win, it, I think the winner between him and uh, Burrows because uh, they're playing Cincinnati, isn't it? The Bengals. Mm, so mm. I think uh, the winner between the Bengals and Chiefs is the and team Chiefs. that I'll, I'll be backing uh, to go all the way. So we don't have long to wait. Super Bowl is around the corner. More messages coming in here. And of course, guys also want to talk cricket. And I agree with you. We should send our players to other countries for their development. Because on our own, our standards are dropping rapidly 
internationally. That message is from King George. Good evening to you, King George. Next message here is talking about the Irish. Josh Little in particular, and it's from Parker. He says, Josh Little is more than a decent pacer. He's very good. Our bowlers can't bowl express pace because their current physique isn't up to standard. Look at Chatara and Muzarabadi and compare to Josh Little or the Aussie bowlers. He's got a a very strong point. Thank you. I I had an argument with with, with these other guys. I think I also mentioned it once in the studio Mm. that our our, our cricketers need to be athletes, guys. They They need to be athletes. They need to build an athletic, you know, just by looking at you, I can actually not look there. With that confidence, not with that confidence. But, but, but you think, I, I agree until we get to Mzarabani. I think Mzarabani, with a bit of instruction on how to utilize his height, uh, I think he can generate a little more pace than he does presently. I think he can actually become uh, uh, faster uh, and can be more... But I, uh, I don't think he'll be, be more that tri- much faster, Barry. Uh, he's got he's to he's he's put on some muscle. Yes. But can I say that he, he does... When you see... I used to go to the same gym as the cricket team. Mm. And I'm going to tell you right now, Blessing is one of the few who will actually get in... And complete a program and work the rest are pretty much chilling they'll be on a machine look at their phone for 10 minutes you could finish a set and they're tell. still playing but around he's, he's he's well. so he, he has he's, actually he's, put on a bit of meat he's, like. he's, he not, he's not getting results because no, you know what no he's making little progress why, why i say this is when you take a look at the forearms and the shoulders of some of these guys, you know, whether it's your uh, Hazelwood, uh, or even if you take a look at Virat Kohli, uh, mm-hmm. and just his forearms, he's a small guy, Virat Kohli, but take a look at his forearms, yes. Yes. the muscle development, that means he's got the power, yeah. the, the, the mm-hmm. power I've first of all is hitting the ball, yeah, so we need a bit more of that, you we, know, when you do. take a look at uh, your 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 Wesley Madeveres, for yeah, example, yeah, yeah. you know, you can't just go out on skill, yes. no, yeah, yeah you can not. Tiny fat. Now, who's, not. who's the SNC coach at Zimbabwe Cricket? You know, with that, with that extra muscle, it's a, it can make a difference between somebody who is hitting a two and a six. Yes, it yes, can make yes. a difference. Your throw can just make that difference. You, you can win by, yes. by, by four runs, yes. but just throwing a ball it's, that it's, makes it's, a difference, it's a difference, a difference between a, a, a relay throw yeah. and a throw direct into the thing. Uh, hands of the, of the wicketkeeper and a run out. Mm. It's that yeah, simple. It's it those is. fine margin, margins. Lackers from Whitecliff says, good evening, guys. I think youngsters like Marumani are letting us down. They're just not good enough. I agree with you. They are not facing competitive bowlers locally. And that's because we hear of centuries being made. Yes, big scores. Big, big scores. Big scores. So it, it just cup. tells me that the, 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 the quality of bowling that they're facing, Barry, is not good yeah, enough. 100%. Yeah, 100%. Look, uh, as, 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 and with respect to the man, I mean, full credit to him for getting back into the team. But Chamuchi Baba was out of the team since 2020. Managed to score big, big uh, scores domestically. Got himself back into the team. And, and, and fair dues to him. I suppose that's, that's giving a fair shake. But I'm not sure where crediting uh, the right sort of weight upon mm. performances domestically uh, to then get uh, getting a Chevron's cap. I think we need to uh, get those players who are out there 
in more so than using the players who are performing domestically. Valentine out in Mulawai has got in touch and uh, this is an interesting perspective. However, it's one uh, I'm going to dispute slightly. He says we don't have advanced technology to produce better cricketers. We are still using ancient technology. Mm. Now, if our discussion is pace bowling, I'd actually prefer that bowlers that we had from 30, 40, 50 years ago were faster mm-hmm. than the ones that are playing international cricket now. Yes, yes. And, and, and as So they were result, not using the modern u- technology mm. that is being used around the world now. What is Correct. the modern technology? Now, yeah. now, now I, I think because now what they do is that, I mean, the, the, the likes of your, your uh, Josh Hazelwood and, and, the, and your stocks are, are getting analysed to a point whereby you know the minutia of their body movement so they're making little corrections in their technique that are giving them that extra extra uh, um, uh, pace the extra movement in the ball so and all sorts of analysis yeah, I, I, analysis yes but also then you, you, beyond analysis you need to know then how to intervene the right intervention uh, so we're not we're not using that as it were but it's out there so uh, if we can't bring it in, get our, our players out there mm-hmm. to, to, to yes. get it done. Yes. Which is why I still dispute and say, Muzarabani isn't at his optimum right now. If he were to go into those environments... All of them. And maybe he might put on a bit of flesh. But even without that flesh, <laughs> <laughs> I think that he can generate a bit more pace and a bit more but look at uh, Look at Kakiso Rabada. Yeah. Look at him when he started off. He was yes. a slender was little slender. guy. But look at Where him now. Are you now. He is, you know, you can talk to. He's set. He's he's fit. Yes. You know, he's you worked yeah. on it. And that's he's, the that's he's the being function. Put through, yes. That's the function of the high performance center because they start with okay. Let's get your technique right. Let's get get you to an optimum with what you are presently. Then we build you up now and make you a monster so you can get even more. Some, someone was giving me an excuse saying that if you bark up a bit, then you lose the speed, you lose your no. skill. I, I, I didn't understand because you can still man, you maintain your skill you're, level. You have some rugby players that run 100 meters uh, in 11 seconds. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Uh, and they are 100 kgs plus. Yes. Yeah. 100 plus so, hey, you'll, have, you'll have gotten the wrong trainer. You'll have got a body bodybuilder. Bodybuilder. Body yes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right, Andy. More messages here. Evening to the best ever sports team in Zimbabwe. Thank you so much. I just want to ask uh, the football nation if the mango theory season is still being used in reference to the Gunners. Uh, because guys, the mango season is about to finish. And, <laughs> and Arsenal is finishing, is sitting comfortably on top of the league. Can I ask? What was the mango season yeah, Gunners the beginning or the end of the season? Where where, where do they collapse? No, it was no, always oh, once the mango once the mango is a yeah. yeah. I've always responded to that question that you know what they've got a different farmer now who is doing well. <laughs> <laughs> who's doing well? Who said it? Now they brought in the, the, the a good right farmer, farmer, a real right farmer. So the, 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 Innocent is out in Bulawayo. He says that I think the lack of an overall sports policy in the country is also a cause of such laxity even in our cricket. And I think that's absolutely accurate. In all sports. Um, in all sports. And and when you're taking a look at also how we've been performing internationally, whether it's cricket, whether it's handball, 
we are we're behind we're, we're doing ourselves a disservice and i it's it's high time we just got the policy done it had been started why have we not brought it to completion and passed it go back to guys like guy whittle grand flower heat streak etc they were athletically built compared of to course. today's exactly. uh, cricketers that's a message that's coming in good evening sports team uh, simply put our cricketers don't have that hunger to drive them on that's twala t is our signal going out in bulawayo only today Okay, one more message here, guys, uh, on the cricket. Uh, Vusi, where from? From Blowout. <laughs> Good evening, guys. I think Zimbabwe Cricket should consider bringing back an academy. Remember, we once had a thriving CFX Academy. Your, your hit mu- music station. My station. Your station. It's everybody's station. Z FM Stereo. The Corsolada Premier Soccer League. La Liga. Serie A. The English Premier League. The Bundesliga. It all comes together with the Castles on the Corsolada World Football Report. Your Premier League weekend results, Bournemouth and Nottingham Forest playing out a one-all draw, Leicester and Brighton, a two-all draw, Southampton beaten at home on the south coast by Aston Villa, 1-0, West Ham too good for Everton, it ended 2-0, Crystal Palace held Newcastle to a goalless draw, Leeds United and Brentford also playing out to a goalless draw, Manchester City purring courtesy of a Haaland hat-trick 3-0 victors over Wolves and there, there was a question started to emerge around the suitability, Alois, of Haaland to Manchester City and whether he suited their style because they had been struggling creatively and of course to score goals in the last few matches. Yeah, I, I, I still think that they need to play to his strength. Uh, to be honest, yeah, and uh, if they, they if they don't do that, then he becomes uh, actually a burden for the team because he is not your versatile. He's uh, not your Aguero. He's not. So, so when you say play, play to his strengths, what are you talking about? Uh, is, is it the mm. speed of delivery of the ball into the box? I, I oh, think so. Yeah, he he is early all the time. He makes very early runs, and he makes five, he gets two balls. Mm. He makes six, he gets one. You know, I watch him a lot. And he always makes that forward run mm. all the but time. But the ball doesn't the always ball come. Doesn't always come. And even if he's a cross, the only person that compliments him in that team at the moment is De Bruyne. He is the one who he understands. Yeah, he is the one. And that's who why, uh, if you better. see a, a lot of the assists uh, for uh, Holland are coming from. He De understands him. Yeah, very he understands well. him. Yes. But of course, uh, there were two big games. And uh, quick comment on the Liverpool and Chelsea goalless draw. Uh, in truth, it was a dull, dour affair befitting a mid-table clash. Barry. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to say. There's not much to report because, listen, there, 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 there wasn't much, and in truth. Uh, uh, I think I saw two sides who, um, yes, saw the importance of getting a win out of this game, but also were had an absolute trepidation of losing the game. Mm. So um, the implications of losing, I think, would yeah. have been catastrophic, for, on, on especially for Potter, because I think Klopp's job is safe. <laughs> yes, yeah, but uh, Potter, yeah. I think, is the one who 
he, he can't afford to be losing. Yeah. To I don't see, think you'll finish this season. To, to, to see Chelsea uh, create a few decent opportunities and then with uh, about seven or so minutes to go, uh, uh, Kepa delaying and, and, and trying to see out the nil all draw, I think that just demonstrated the, that um, uh, getting not losing was far well, more what, what did you make of the new signing, Mudrik? Uh, I, think, I, thought, I thought he was I thought, good. I thought there was something I there. He's good. I think there's something there. I saw a, a, a lot of... We're talking about express pace and we're talking about cricket. I, I, I saw express pace. I saw control. Uh, it's not just a Timo Werner where it's just tur- Turbo Timo running oh, down the wing. I, I saw like a lot of trick and shame. So I saw quite a bit on Mudrik. Yeah, well, let's go to the big game that uh, everyone, of course, was waiting for over the weekend and the one that everyone is waiting for us to talk about <laughs> and that is of course uh, the Manchester United visit to London and it ended in a 3-2 last minute victory for the Gunners versus the Red Devils emotional uh, a lot of passion a lot of quality it doesn't get much better than that after the Derby way to come here against this team and, and play the way we played again and the performance that we had all over the game and especially in the second half it was it was incredible and to win it in that way it just makes it even better I think mentally and emotionally we were really composed but really determined at the same time. And, uh, and we managed those moments in the game really well. We never panicked. We kept believing. We kept doing the right, the same things, even better than before. And uh, we always believed that at the end we could, we could win it. And Mikel Ateta talking about uh, they always believed, Chris, that they could win it in the end. Uh, and uh, very few people will argue that the better team won. Very few people. I think you'd have to be a staunch Manchester United fan and you didn't watch the game. Um, when you're taking a look at that match, I think it's very clear, first of all, where Arsenal is at the moment, how much they've improved and that they have every single right to be at the top of that table. But also that Manchester United, in as much as we've seen the strides, are not in the same place nearly as Arsenal is. There's a rebuild that's still going on there. And these two teams in totally different places. Very good to see Manchester United competitive. But these teams are still in different classes. Right. Uh, talking about that difference, uh, I mean, uh, Opta, uh, they, they they provided a very fascinating, um, you know, stat. Arsenal had 63 touches in the Manchester United box in Ooh. last night's match. 63. Ooh. So no side have had as many in a single Premier League game this season so far. Manchester United, Alois in comparison, had only 12 touches in 90 minutes in the Arsenal box. That's wild. Yeah, uh, I was commenting about it yesterday that this team is well coached, honestly speaking. They are all over the field and they play from minute one to the last minute. They are playing total football. They go forward, they come back. They are not a side that they lose position, then they fall back, they mm, let you mm. play your five, ten touches before <laughs> they can... No, they, they want it back like right. They're playing like the, the Barcelona... There was a time Barcelona was doing exactly what Arsenal are doing now. Yeah. They get the ball as quickly within ten, seven, eight seconds, they want it back. Yeah, yeah. And they from there, they start yeah. playing. And they are doing it the whole game. Very good and that's what is keeping them with the ball a lot more and they're getting the balls the winning position in an ad, in advanced positions as well so that they get into the box much quicker yeah very quick yes. and they do have the players of course that can hurt you offensively uh, messages come through here says good evening guys nice show yesterday I really enjoyed the game between Arsenal and Man United but yo it's too early for us Arsenal fans to celebrate is it Barry um, I know what Arsenal fans are doing 
they're doing what what we Liverpool fans did when we when we won the league. You, you try to manage expectations yes. say, just in case yeah, just they in chase case. us down. <laughs> we were, we were, ah, it's too early. It's too early. But in truth, you're sitting atop the table. If uh, some COVID or, or something else hits mm. and the league ends today, then Arsenal. Arsenal are champions. Mr. Live Wire, Stanford Chuma, representing Highfield Pafio Abazon. He's an Arsenal fan that is very confident that they will do the business. Man U Bora, just disappointed Hango a bit though. I'm celebrating Debarra's 60 years, so I have something to celebrate every day, even if Man U gets shambled. <laughs> That's Arne Chucks out in Glenview. What are you celebrating? What, you, what is it that you actually celebrating? That's what I want to know. Just existence. Yeah, yeah he's, 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 he's celebrating. Years and the club has got nothing to show for 60 years. Yeah. That needs okay. its own show. Football pundit Roy Keane believes that United's defeat to Arsenal was a reality check with the club failing to move on from their past problems. Let's hear from Roy Keane. I don't think we're that great today. I think their shortcomings were found out today. We took you, we see the goals, uh, poor defending. We've seen that from the same players over a number of years. I think what will hurt the manager there, and, and, and it's coming through in his interview there. I think the late goal during the week, obviously down at Palace, and the late goal today. They had the benefits last week against City, scoring a couple of late goals, but the, the, the two results over the last few days really has knocked them back. Z. Right, Roy Keane uh, talking there and uh, talking about uh, a reality check, Chris. No ways. No ways, guys. You were in the title race, Chris. No, we're simply not there yet. And we're not out anyway. Look, I think it's fantastic. You see, you see. No yeah. we're not Here's out. the thing I'll about Manchester United fans. Uh. Manchester United fans see the club making a couple of strides in the right direction. And we get overexcited. Then it's, yes, we're, we're, we're going to challenge. There is still so much work to do. And if you took a look at that game against Arsenal, it's very evident that compared to the teams that are challenging, we do have work to Is it great that we're in the top four? Absolutely fantastic. Would it be great to finish there? Absolutely fantastic. But challenging this season? Come on. Alois disagrees with you. No, I, I I I disagree only on the part that uh, we 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 are not we are we are out of the uh, title race. This is halfway through the season. Yes, Arsenal are way up there, but what I'm saying is reality check. I don't think so. We played a team that is on top of the log, that is playing so well, that actually outclassed us. We lost. We mm-hmm. lost. There's no reality check there. It's, it's, but, it's, but, it's but, normal to lose to the is, top club in the country at a particular time. Is, is, it, is it not, you know, I mean, I think compared to, I thought you played better than Man, uh, versus Man City. Mm-hmm. Against Arsenal, there were periods in this game where Arsenal looked distinctly better than United. Yeah. Uh, like, like Distinct streets ahead. Yeah. And that's I think for me, we were as a, if I was a United fan, that's where I would be worried. Yeah. yeah. Where against City, you seemed able to compete, yes. to actually come out to play against Arsenal, especially in the last 30 minutes of that, that half. It looked a struggle. It was it wave looked, yeah. after wave. The, the team was outclassed. That's what I say. Completely mm. outclassed. 
Uh, but reality check, I don't know what reality check no, we no, are looking uh, the, at here. I think, I think the reality check, uh, uh, if I can try and jump into yeah. uh, Mr. Keane's mind, yeah. <laughs> I think the reality check stems from the fact that uh, the, the, the pieces haven't all come together for Manchester United. So well, some yeah. people are, are regarding Manchester United as the finished article already. No. Uh, but, no uh, and that, that no, it certainly not, not isn't. So the reality check comes from the perspective that at least everybody around the club, fans, everybody realises there's work to be done. Well, the net result of the results from over the weekend, Arsenal are still sitting first. They have 50 points at the halfway stage. City are in second, having played one more game and five points behind the Gunners. They sit on 45. Newcastle is in third, together with Manchester United. Both have 39 points, but the Magpies, Toon Army, has got a superior goal difference. Tottenham are in fifth. And talking about Spurs, they are in action tonight in London Derby. They try the short distance into West London to take on Fulham. The Nerazzurri, the Black and Blues, into Milan. Barella, and of all the people, of all the people, Arturo Vidal. The Giallo Rossi, the Yellow and Reds, AS Roma. Dybala slides, 100 goals in Serie A for Paolo Dybala. The Rossoneri. The red and black, AC Milan. Rafael Leal, player of the month, player of the moment for Milan. The Bianconeri, the black and white, Juventus. And there's a tap in for Danilo. Another late show from Juventus. Tough yet colourful, the best of Italian football on Z. Results out of Italy, Verona, too good for Lecce, 2-0 victors. Napoli with a 2-0 road victory versus Salernitana. Fiorentina, La Viola, upended at home by Torino, 1-0. Udinese, also victors on the road, they won 1-0. Monza and Sassuolo, 1-0 draw, whilst Roma beat Spezia, 2-0 away. Juventus, putting aside the all-field troubles, rescued a 3-0 draw with Atalanta in Serie A last night. Allegri's side were playing their first match since being docked 15 points on Friday by an Italian soccer court investigating the club's transfer dealings leaving the former third place club marooned in mid-table and uh, it doesn't make good reading for Juve down in ninth uh, but you've got to say you know what uh, they have to work their way up the table because I think financially Barry it'll be a big hit for them if they fail to make it into Europe a massive hit a massive hit for them uh, um, listen they, they, they cannot sustain the financial penalty of not playing in Europe but I understand that uh, the uh, FIGC uh, uh, Italy's federation is also trying to push for them to get the same sanction in in FIFA and UEFA competitions which will mean that even if they qualify for Europe Mm. they may not be guaranteed to to participate they're they're trying to kill this club and and it's it's, it's tragic to watch and uh, I think uh, the Juventus fans are actually uh, responding so they've responded by cancelling all their TV subscriptions Uh, and it's believed that if they follow through uh, on what I think one town alone there were 15,000 cancelled subscriptions that's wild Uh, and so they're believing that uh, in the end I think uh, the uh, Serie A could lose out more than 150 million why are they Uh, so high on Juve though 
You know what? There's a lot going on. I, I know there was a, on Friday night when the news came through, there was a bit of an aha moment. Where I was like, oh, that's why the board resigned. Yes. <laughs> so, so it ma- that made sense. Um, but there, there are pieces to this that still don't. And the board resigning is a marker to say mm. that there's a lot going yeah, on behind all yeah. this yeah. that we are yet to hear. But at some point, will we will? We'll be keeping you, of course, updated on any developments at all at Juventus. Over to Germany, your key results: Union Berlin three-one victors over Hoffenheim. Borussia Dortmund in a seven-goal thriller versus Augsburg. They won that one a four-three. Reina with the winner. Borussia Mönchengladbach beaten at home by Bayer Leverkusen. Xabi Alonso's side going great guns now that he has hit his straps. They won 3-2. But the big game saw Leipzig hold Bayern Munich 1-0. You've always had your doubts, Chris, over Julian Nagelsmann and it looks like he's being tested. At this stage, usually, Bayern Munich is uh, perhaps an 8-10 point gap. Yeah. This time it's only 5. It's still big enough, but they're being tested this season. Yeah, he, he's especially being tested. Um, I think that 5 point gap is going to come in handy because when you take a look at their form, Bayern Munich is not looking great and Julian Nagelsmann for me doesn't look like a guy who's comfortable or has any particular uh, tricks up his sleeve at the moment. Over in Spain, we can tell you that uh, it's as you were because the top two clubs both won. There's Barcelona and Real Madrid, meaning that the gap remains three points. Barcelona on 44 after 17 matches and Real Madrid uh, on 41 after their 17 matches. Barcelona 1-0 victors over Getafe, whilst Real Madrid won 2-0 out in the Basque country when they beat Athletic Club. Tonight's action will see Valencia take on Almeria. Uh, And then on the continent, of course, is the Chan Championships. And on tomorrow's show, of course, we'll be giving you a run of the results as the action happened over the weekend, as well as some of the action that you can look forward to from Algeria. That's all we have time for. We're back tomorrow. May God rest bless you. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Man and day. Out. Lionel Messi has conquered his final peak. Lionel Messi has shaken hands with paradise. The biggest sports stories. Max Verstappen has taken the checkered flag to win the Japanese Grand Prix. The biggest interviews. These are happy tears, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. And I wouldn't be Serena if it wasn't Venus, so thank you, Venus. And all the analysis right here. There's no question that LeBron James, at the worst, is a top three player in the history of basketball since the game was invented. I don't want to hear that. It's just blasphemous. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's CFM Sport on CFM Stereo. My station, your station. Hi, this is Mike Mundell, and you can catch me and the team for all the latest breaking news out of the world of sport, local as well as international, on your favorite station, my station, your station, ZFM. We are Z Team on ZFM Sport. Z.